You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast, our second edition of the 2015 season, which started the minute we started the Shutdown Fullcast 2015 podcast season. So remember, college football's already started. Congratulations. Even though we are formally past the solstice, we are formally past the halfway mark, which we passed this past week between football and no football. So on the downslope, Towards college football's beginnings, I am Spencer Hall, editorial director of SBNation.com and founder every day should be Saturday.com. Joining me from beautiful Brooklyn, New York City. That that's me. That's Ryan Nanny. On the downslope, by the way, would be a really good name for like a, an album by the Wallflowers. <laughs> yeah, but that implies like if there's a good name for an album by the Wallflowers, that right. implies that there is a good album by no, the no, Wallflowers. No, 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 no. Just nah. name, just name. Okay. Also, the Wallflowers are Dylan's best work. Whoo, <laughs> man, spicy. Laying down the napalm in the first two and a half minutes, but you're right. Piping right there. But you're right. Bob Bob Dylan is trash. I don't know who that is. It's absolute garbage. Just basura. He's like John Popper, but he can't sing. I mean, he's got some good album titles. He's got great album titles, and man, he he really does a great hobo imitation. No, he that's does. that's also John Popper that you're thinking of. Oh man, harmonica belt. John Popper, that's a hobo who finds his food. He takes the milk and honey route every time. King hobo. He's king of, king of all hobos, John Popper. Guys, I broke into the cheese rail car. 
<laughs> again. Again. <laughs> Listen, they just let him in out of respect. That's um, that's great. We went off the rails on a John Popper, Bob Dylan sucks tangent and ended up with him eating a pile of cheese in the first three minutes of the podcast. Joining us from uh, Kennesaw, Georgia. You, you, Kennesaw is your proper address, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, this, that'd be Jason Kirk, college football editor at SB Nation. What's happening? Tonight, we have a lot to discuss. First of all. That's not true. No, it really is. We've got, we have an unusual amount of material. Like tonight. three things happened this week. All right. Let's, we'll, let's burn through them as quickly as possible. 55 minutes. Oh, blazing. 55 minutes to cover three topics. We have to discuss Bobby Bowden, who uh, did have some things to say about Jameis Winston. He said things about Jameis Winston before. And I should make it clear that Bobby Bowden, I believe he coached Florida State at one point, correct? Was he, he like... passed through the... You're talking about the former West Virginia coach, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know he coached there. This is one of... I think he was one of Jeff's cousins? Assistants? Something? Maybe. I mean, Just, Jeff was running the team. Let's be he's, honest. He's a part of the Terry Bowden tree. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. See, any relation to... Uh, in relation to, let's see, there's Jeff, there's Terry, and I think that's all the Bowdens. Don't think there's another one. Uh, Branzino. Branzino Bowden. Branzino Bowden. Yeah. Man, I love the source. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Gave himself five mics. <laughs> if you followed that all the way down the wormhole, that's about a three to four or five star reference there. So I'm sorry. I should, I should stop talking this week. I'm ruining everything pretty quickly. I appreciate that, though. You're just you're the you are the corrupt builder who yeah. takes state money to put five off ramps on every single highway of meaning, and I appreciate that. But the exact quote we should say this: this was on the Paul Feinbaum show, and yes, Paul Feinbaum is going to phrase things the way he would like to phrase them generally to make them as inflammatory as possible. But, and I quote Paul Feinbaum. <clears throat> I'm going to attempt to do a Paul Feinbaum here. Wow. Oh, boy. I'm going to try. Uh, Jameis Winston, many people thought he was an embarrassment to your great university of Florida State. He won the Heisman, won a national championship. He was the number one player chosen in the NFL draft. But controversy never seemed to leave him. I can't do this anymore. I, I, I feel like you're doing like Ben Franklin. Yeah, it was, it, was veering a, it was veering a little bit like, I own this factory. You get out of here. I think you have to sort of, like, it's about the mouth shape. You have to sort of make a mouth shape like you're like a sneering, like, duck or something. Including yeah. on the day he was, no, Man. it's not in my soul. Get like Heath Ledger, Dark Knight with it. <laughs> it was sitting there in Bessemer, Alabama. No, that's much. That's, I just start. I just start doing Tom Waits. What are your thoughts on Jameis Winston? Man, Paul Feinbaum is so damn good at his job because he sets up this whole thing a bunch of like sort of like either insensitive or quasi-racist Alabama fans listening, right? And he asked Bobby Bowden, "What are your thoughts on Jameis Winston? He's so good at his job." There is no way this question can go wrong. (laughs) So this is what Bowden said. 
uh, and I'll read it in what is actually Bobby Bowden's voice. I think it's a consensus among Florida State fans and boosters that he was an embarrassment <laughs> and a lot of ways to the university. I say, I say. He won a lot of ball games, probably one of the best football players that ever attended Florida State, but he hurt himself on the field. The good news is that he's young enough to get over that, you know it? And he's got to do that. But he just can't make these junior high decisions that he made while he was in college. Go, go, go. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty good. Wow. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, Coach. <laughs> please go. You're welcome. Please You're go, welcome. Please now go, go home spend, now, Coach. I have to go find a lovely hen to spend the winter with. <laughs> I, have, I have failed to make plans for my <laughs> Yet again, a gentleman is out of doors in the most inclement of conditions. Good Lord. Yeah. So, so Paul Feinbaum asked a question that can't go wrong. You can't go wrong asking some old jerk a question about Jameis Winston. And you know you what? Just, and you know what? FSU Twitter, they had them knives ready. It was a good day. Oh man, they got to carving. Like that They got to carving two directions, F- man. F- yeah. FSU Twitter is like a velociraptor because you are alive when they start to eat you. <laughs> it was not only did you have immediately like shut up Bobby. Dang it, Bobby. But why'd Bobby run his mouth again? You had that, you know, like someone put a blanket over Bobby so he can't see and he'll, he'll fall asleep. You had like that, and then you also like had like <laughs> Bobby yeah. doesn't have Bobby Batten doesn't have object permanence. It's bedtime, Bobby. You put the blanket <laughs> over like, Bobby's cage, and it's my God, everything my God. just feared. Give me a bell. It's the Great Tribulation. <laughs> you had that, and then seconds later, you had oh, Bobby was misquoted. Sure, he's an ass, but Paul Feinbaum twisted his words and, like, nah. Like, the tweet that went out was an exact quote. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, now, now here, that. Can, and, like, no. sure, he could have added, you know, the good news is, blah, 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 but uh, it's, it's not an unfair quote. The tweet that Paul Feinbaum, the intern or whatever, sent out, so, it pretty accurately captured the, the, the statement. So I have, a, I have a hypothetical. Is FSU Twitter so adept? and prepared and skilled at defending Jameis Winston that if Jameis Winston said something bad about himself, they would attack him for it. Could FSU God himself (laughs) create a media bias so praise of FSU that FSU Twitter would not be outraged? I know how it, I know how it ends and, and you know what it is? It's going to end with an insult to Miami. That's how this ends. I don't know how, but it's somehow going to end with a slam of the Miami Hurricanes football program. Yeah, that's sort of the the, the, the peaceful conclusion to any conflict. Right. That's how it runs downhill and finally disappears. When you divide by zero, it might destroy the universe, but eventually it runs out of material, and the net result is Al Golden sucks. Yeah, gator blocking gator. Next, yeah. next thing yeah. you know, Tim Brewster's nude on your front lawn talking shit about the U. Again. Again. <laughs> that man's a tenacious recruiter. He just takes off his clothes. Honey, call the homeowners association. We gotta do something about this. <laughs> I you're not gonna get anything objective when it comes to Bowden. I I've never liked him. Uh my mom met him and thought he was like the most sexist pig she'd ever met in her life. And and my mom is not the sort of person who's particularly sensitive about those things at at, at all. But thought Bowden was just a sexist pig. 
so you're not going to get anything fair from me out of it. The trick he pulled here is the oldest church bitty old Southern like bullshit ever. And it's this. It's when he says, by the way, as somebody who still gets paid $250,000 a year to raise money for Florida State, still, he manages to sandwich this in. It's the consensus among Florida State fans and boosters that he was an embarrassment in a lot of ways. Some people say he's an embarrassment. Yeah. Did, did I say that? No, well, no not, not I, Bobby Bowden. I did months ago, basically, but everyone forgot about that. Yeah, no, this is, this is, this is the most cheap, like, second-hand, underhanded crap ever. For him to say that, I My cousin saw James Winston not returning a, uh, a uh, shopping cart at Target. FSU fans and boosters declare. <laughs> one I don't declare. One might assume. In Paris, a gentleman would naturally assume this. Like, yeah, that's that's Far yeah. Be it from me to imply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> however, however, however. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. getting into like the Auburn accent. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, exactly. You're 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 edging over into Vince Dooley territory right there. <laughs> oh, Mr. Dooley would never pull such a such a stunt. <laughs> oh, oh, listen, Vince Dooley's got church bitty tricks that scurrilous. Uh, uh, just the most like Vince Dooley would probably like raise an eyebrow and you'd go, "What a cutting remark!" My God, that's a, that's a whole Dooley family trait right there. <laughs> Except, well, except for except for Mama Dooley, who Barbara Dooley, maybe the most quotable person in SEC history. But I digress. This is uh, this is a conversation that I once I entered this conversation, I wanted no part of any side. It was a completely unsavory like this is a Bobby Bowden versus FSU Twitter versus Jameis Winston. There's no side you can take Posted here that's comfortable. Feinbaum. This is that thing where you put a bunch of rats in a pit and they all slowly eat each other. <laughs> yeah, you just and you then walk. and then Jimbo takes the last one standing and he gets him drafted eighth the next year. Wait, damn it, Bengals! Why'd you take giant rat from Florida State? Well, well their play- offense is really hard. <laughs> he plays, yeah, he plays it an impossibly complex offense that doesn't run the ball ever. So. I guess we have to take him. Yeah. It's pro style. They got to play. They got to play acid Tetris, not normal Tetris at Florida State. So those guys are real smart. Jimbo's running Doctor Mario, while everyone else is just running basic Tetris. Yeah, it's it, man. There are so many unnecessary challenges added to that offense. That's my favorite thing. My I don't have a side FSU the 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 Winston Mariota debate that went on for like the oh, it's eighteen on, months or so on. between the season. Over. It's not over. <laughs> I'm just referring to the span between the season and the draft, oh, the right. three or four years, however long that was. Yeah, yeah, it was um, three. Yeah. The 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 thing that comes up is oh sure, Jameis threw a lot of picks. That's because he plays in such a hard offense. You know, at at some point, why not switch to an easy offense? I'm just an idiot. I don't know anything, but I just think why not switch to an easier offense? Yeah, Dirk Cutter of the Bucks saying this about Jam- about. Jameis coming into their system. Well, Jimbo installs more than we do. <laughs> and not, the Buffalo feel... Bills said the same thing about EJ Manuel. That should not make you feel great if you're a Bucks fan. Be like, wait, hold on, we're, we're doing what? You got, y'all got a college style offense. <laughs> I got, I got the Bucks winning the ACC Coastal this year. Yeah, it's as good a pick as any, in my opinion. 
I think we've more than exhausted any possible discussion, any comfortable discussion we want to have. I'll just enter a room with Paul Feinbaum, Jameis Winston, FSU Twitter, and Bobby Bowden, and just go to a different party. For for instance, it it occurred to me this week that um, none of us really know who's starting anywhere because I hate, we're, we're, I hate that you came up with this game. It's so rude. It's a very rude. This is an extraordinarily rude game. Well, we don't know why because Bill C hasn't written about these teams yet. Yeah, I I'm not expected to know anything until Bill C writes about them. And then I then I will pass it off on local radio as if I came up with it. <laughs> That's really the the reason that Bill C is employed where he is is so that we can read all of his previews and just regurgitate them. That's I hope, it. I hope one year he holds us hostage. He's like, "Hey motherfuckers. I need <laughs> I, I need I need 2 million dollars." <laughs> or you're all going to sound like idiots when you when you do Louisville radio. <laughs> can I can I talk you down to a $2000 raise? Yes. Maybe. Correct. The the question I have for you is this. None of us we're going to do this in equal turn. But to give you an idea of how little we actually know going into the preseason, a naked exposure of our ignorance is well overdue and I think fitting just so everyone will feel better because I have in front of me the starting quarterbacks for each team in the Southeastern Conference. Jason Kirk, you have the starting quarterbacks or projected starting quarterbacks for the Big 12, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And for some reason, because he's stupid. Because I'm stupid. So stupid. So very stupid. Ryan Nanny has the starting quarterbacks for the Atlantic. (laughs) (laughs) ACC! Oh, for the ACC. I have ACC bias. Okay. So you and seven other people have ACC bias. And we will save them for last because I believe they are the funniest. All right. So let's, let's go through. I know the answers. You two gentlemen being of honor, have not looked in order to look better than you are. We're going to go through every single team, and you are going to tell me who the starting quarterback is. I'll start you off easy. The SEC West, Mississippi State. Dak Prescott. Correct, Jason Kirk. Are you keeping score? Because I I intend to win. Uh, no, no. There's, okay. keep, can, can someone out there please keep score? One of, please uh, keep listener, score for Jason. Let us know how we please, do. Please rewind. Start over. So 15 hours later, Jason Kirk will be able to claim a meaningless victory. Where? Please. There's no meaningless victory. <laughs> Remember those Titans. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the Tennessee ones. No, no, because that, that involves victory. Well, no one has ever... <laughs> Remembering requires foreknowledge. Oh, no one's ever heard of them to begin with. Oh man, I think I think you mean the blue vols, <laughs> <laughs> the left vols, the left vols on West Saturday. Balls. On Saturday, I support my vols, and then on Sunday, I support the vols over to the left. The, the sun, the Sunday Nash vols. But yeah, this. You know what? I call them the Sunset Vols. The Legends, the, the Vols Legends League team. The Vols, the Vols, <laughs> exactly. The shitty Vols. 
<laughs> I support the shitty balls. The ball, the old, the old balls home. All right, so that's one quarterback we have. That's We've made one. real progress. Great. Okay. Number two, we're bouncing to the east, Tennessee. Oh, uh, Josh Dobbs. Damn it! Correct, correct. Josh Dobbs, aka Space Dobbs. Space Dobbs. Yeah. So that's it. We were two for two collectively. That's two for Jason Kirk. Oh, we're working together. Okay, that's fine. Oh, maybe. No, no, no. I, I have you... no, it's unclear. No, we can okay. pool our points. That's totally fine. Okay. I'm a team player. Three, staying in the SEC East. Starting quarterback for Missouri. Matty Mock. Yep. Oh, man, one for Ryan Nanny. That is correct. Hooray, I contributed. Matty Mock, who, uh, by the way, threw 25 TDs last season and 13 interceptions. And was also, like, through below 60%, which, given as horizontal as that passing game can be, not particularly impressive. Doesn't matter. Missouri's probably going to win 10 games anyway. They just do. Over in the West, let's go to Arkansas. Brandon Allen. Yep. There you go. That is correct. Brandon Allen. Uh, hopefully, a, a much improved Brandon Allen to take the field. Because if he's good, uh, Arkansas is going to whip some ass. Just straight up. All hog for 2015. No. Great ass. <laughs> Brandon Allen. He's got a great ass. Remember, if you're going to be in Arkansas, you have to have a great ass. Per Brett Bielema, not us. Five. Let's see. We're looking in the West. The starter, projected starter, for the Auburn Tigers. Uh. Something Johnson, Jeremy Johnson, Jeremy Johnson, Josh Johnson. There, there you go. It's it's not. Yeah, that's something Johnson. <clears> oh, <throat> something Johnson. Jeremiah Johnson. <laughs> it's you, it's going to be really hard not to call him that, isn't it? Robert, Jonas Johnson. Robert Redford is Auburn's starting quarterback. <laughs> An amazing performance. <laughs> isn't that what they had for like a decade before Gus came back? That sounds right. Like <laughs> he could have worked. Yeah, he could have. He could have. Robert Redford. Hey, listen, you would barely even notice. Was he? Was he any worse than Chris Todd? Heesh. Shit got real. Six bouncing back to the east. We're we're pretty good so far, and I really like this dude. Actually, Kentucky. Kentucky's projected starter, Patrick Tolles. Nice. Correct. Correct. Who I thought was like maybe this is my like Kentucky my Kentucky bias showing. My Kentucky bias being, wow, they have a competent quarterback. Wow, they're going to beat Florida. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they probably should have. So yeah, they should. Yeah, should have, should have, would have, could have, buddy. Huh? That's right. Huh? That's right. Hey, y'all, y'all, y'all celebrate that streak, man. That's a, hang on to that one. That's a big deal. Wait, listen, we will take what we beat can Kentucky get, a lot. Listen, family heirlooms. Listen, that's do- Kentucky. Family that is, heirlooms that don't have to be valuable. Power conference program. Hey, listen, 38-1 last year. That's all you need to know about Kentucky. <laughs> 0 one against Florida, am I right? right. That, is, that is literally all you need to know about Kentucky. Do the math. Do the math. Let's see. Which is a really fun thing to say when Florida and Kentucky fans are arguing, right? Do yeah, y'all do the math. No, y'all do no, the y'all math. Do, no. no, no, y'all do it. You don't understand. We went to Kentucky and Florida because we don't do the math. Can we get a Vandy fan in here to do the math? Does it involve fraud? Then we can't do that math. It's just it's not done. Uh, so thus far, I think we're we're doing pretty well. Um, it's about to get a little bit shakier as we go down the list. Okay, All right. not quite yet. You got you got another couple of 
Easy Streets and Jason. How many more do you think you got in you? Because I think I only got two. Um, maybe three. Yeah. Well, we if we each have two or three, we'll be pretty much done. All right. All right. Hit us, Spencer. Yeah, man. It's about to get real hard. Not yet, though. Number seven, SEC West, going to the University of Alabama Crimson Tide. Well, it could be Jake Coker. I was going to say, Jacob Coker? Is that could be Everett Golson. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's our, that's our default answer. All right. Oh, we should have just said Everett Golson for just all of these. Everett Golson's the answer for all of them. We win. Yeah, slick. Nice. Count it. Next. <laughs> On to the ACC. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So I will give you double credit for Jake Coker and or Everett Golson. No, you can't just answer Everett Golson for all of them. You've exhausted <laughs> we'll the Everett Golson ticket. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Needed We're him for Georgia. This- Taking this game over. All right. Staying in the the SEC West, uh, Texas A&M. Do you know who the starting quarterback for Texas A&M is? Well, it's it's little up in the air, isn't it, with with Kyle Allen. Ah, There you go. That's our projection. The entrenched starter, but they also got a five-star coming in. I'm not sure if he's officially locked down the job. No, no, no. He is is not. That is clear. But our projected starter that we will give you credit for knowing is Kyle Allen. So Jason Kirk on a rampage here. Just killing it. Uh. (laughs) If you get this one, I'm actually going to feel bad for you. Number nine, going to the SEC East. Way, way down in the SEC East. Who's the starting quarterback for Vanderbilt? No idea. I have no I have no idea. I think Philip like, Rivers' brother was there but left. I like that you both immediately surrendered. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a Commodore. Pat and Robinette. Uh, you know Pat and Robinette? Um uh, he was the opening day starter last year. And then, However, the projected starter, projected starter for the moment, is Johnny McCrary. Yeah, that, okay, that's sure, a new name. Sure, wouldn't have even known that was a. You could have player. thrown out any name at all. Yeah, I will give you another name too, which I guarantee you is one of those guys who you know will win a bar bet in like maybe eight years if people in bars remember who he is, but who they won't. Uh, 2014 potential starter for Vanderbilt. Wade Freebeck. Um, you know what? Vanderbilt quarterback or character on Nashville would be a hard fucking game. That's Wade Freebeck. He wrote hits for Reba back in the day. <laughs> um, okay, so we, we missed Vanderbilt, and that's really nobody's fault but Vandy's. Number 10, going back to the SEC West, replacing a legend. Who is going to be starting for the Uh-oh. Ole Miss Rebels? Chad Kelly. Chad. Chad. Okay. He could. Likely. It could dude, be ever goal. Dude, he's got a gun. What? You gonna tell him he's not? <laughs> you gonna tell him, you he's, gonna not tell him he's not starting? <laughs> He'll spray down this whole motherfucker. He said it. Um You want to yeah. talk about entrenched? Motherfucker is literally entrenched. He's entrenched in a damn bunker on the beach. The beaches of Oxford. <laughs> and 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 because he's a white dude in Mississippi, it'll be like oh, Oh, he's just defending his civil liberties. Oh, he just—he just loves his family. <laughs> he just loves his family and his homestead. His homestead—it's that football field. We respect what he's doing. We're going to get dudes on horseback with AR-15s. Who are just going to respect. Were you there when Chad Kelly played the national anthem on his AK-47 <laughs> before the Egg Bowl? It was magical. Yeah, it's on SoundCloud. Go check it out. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, no, you know. The projected starter, I am looking off of a cheating, a cheating ass list provided to me by the internet. Uh, Ryan Buchanan and Devontae Kincaid fighting it out there. But Chad Kelly 
Yeah. I know we want Chad Kelly, so I'm going to give you credit for that. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, Thank you. those other guys, they're not Chad Kelly. Nope. They're not Chad Kelly, and they won't play the national anthem on an AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay. The, the, it's scary how plausible that scenario is. <laughs> <laughs> he won the last season of Idol. It's kind of terrifying. Number 11. Oh, man. You know, this caught me by surprise because I thought I'd know it. And I did not. Full disclosure before looking at it, I did not know this one. I did not know this one. And I did not know Vandy. Number 11, the University of Georgia. Oh, no. No idea. Well, is it Jacob Park? Is that is that the guy? Chris, you know, Chris Chandler. I will yeah. give you credit for ha- knowing someone on the depth chart. Because he yeah. is on the depth chart. Jacob Park is on the depth chart. It in also, my defense, we're we are not going to need to know the name of Georgia's quarterback. They have Nick Chubb and like eighteen other guys who look like Nick Chubb, and they bring back four offensive linemen. So, I mean, you could put whatever one of those Vandy quarterbacks you made up back there, and they'd be fine. I don't know. Brian Schottenheimer is our offensive coordinator. This isn't going anywhere good. Well, he knows how to run the dang ball, don't he? Vandy transfer Quentin St. Paul. <laughs> I think I think the UGH UGA is actually going to have a successful quarterback. Via my rule, that a quarterback's name has to work both forward and backward, because their projected starter is Bryce Ramsey. Oh, yeah, Ramsey Bryce. Ramsey Bryce. Ramsey Bryce is much more terrifying. Yes, but Bryce Ramsey, much more Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Now Jacob Park, I'm not favoring him as much because Park Jacob is Park Jacob. That's more of a kicker's name. Yeah, it was a good TV show though. The number 12. Oh, man, Ryan. Oh, don't do this. <laughs> don't do it. Number 12 in the SEC East, the University of Florida. I'm assuming it's saying Will Greer. <laughs> Correct. Is, is a, All right. Let's just, let's, yeah. All right. Great. We're not okay. going to talk about Florida. Moving on. We're not going to debate that one. Moving on. It's very bad. The less said, the better. It's bad. Number 13. Who is the starting quarterback for Louisiana State University? Well, wouldn't we all like uh, Anthony Jennings would probably be listed as the favorite? It's true, even, even though. Yeah. But I think Jeremiah Masoli's probably still got eligibility. <laughs> years. Everett Golson. This gives the, now you did get Anthony Jennings, who was the 2014 starter. However, the projected starter per AL.com, and I don't doubt them on anything. <laughs> So, just to be clear, you've cited Feinbaum and AL.com <laughs> on this podcast tonight. I've given up. I'm just waiting for the, <laughs> for the rest of the world to just join me. Jesus. Brandon Harris. They have yeah. Brandon Harris. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, that guy. All right. Who's um, probably got a bit more upside. So, naturally, having that much upside, let's give him to Cam Cameron. What can go wrong? What could go wrong? Finally... And this is the one where now this Everett Golson is from this state. Can we say that him for this one? No, you've already used your Everett Golson coupon. I am sorry. God, the only that team was we stupid. have the only team we have not mentioned is South Carolina. So Spurrier. yes, uh, you you can't suggest the coach. <laughs> he is out of eligibility. Yes, even under South Carolina quote law unquote, he cannot play. So there. There are, I will tell you, there are three names and not a clue as to who is going to emerge among them. So, in other words, in other words, 
Steve Spur, who's the coach. Yep. It's almost certain one will start, be benched, come back. Uh, the the third stringer will start randomly without ever having played. So can we just say all, whoever they are? Ooh. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to need you to name one of them. I'm going to need you to happen. <laughs> seriously just throw a road flare in this barn and see what catches fire. <laughs> just give me a shot. Now I, I will tell you, my test indicates. That Connor Mitch is going to be the oh, starter. Oh yeah, because I've heard that, name. that that Connor Mitch is going to be the starter because um, we have Connor Mitch, who backwards, he's Mitch Connor. That's the name. That's a great the, name. The other two in competition are Michael Skarnecchia. No. Yeah, it doesn't work in reverse. And Perry Orth. No, now, no, you, Orth Perry works in like a Mountain West kind of way. <laughs> Orth Perry works if he's playing for Utah State. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not, but not here. No. Orth or no. Perry, or Perry in South Carolina is one of two things. He's a punter or he's a racist state representative. Or he's both. <laughs> now he's a state representative. That means Orth is short for some like Bible name like Orthaniel or something. <laughs> Orth, yeah, Ortho- <laughs> Orthodontist. Ortholomew. <laughs> Orthagonal. Orthagonal <laughs> Orthogonal Perry. It's serving his twenty fifth term. So what? Santa. So what we get? Like like eleven? You know 10? what? I, I think I'm going to give you credit for eleven. That is Damn. really that is really really good. And that of course went way longer than I thought. So uh, Jason, let's run through the Big Twelve right fast. All right, we're going to go real fast, and we're going to start at the top. All right. Uh, let's start with uh, <laughs> let's start with uh, let's start with with Baylor. Man, I don't have a clue. I- uh, no, I don't know. Wow, Seth Russell. Okay, good for him. Yep. And then we'll go to the other co-champion, TCU. Trevon Boykin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Let's see. Batting five hundred. This will not last. <laughs> uh, how about next? Let's go Oklahoma. Oh. Um, oh man. That's 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 that's. What a colossal oh, act, uh, ass uh, they were last year. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. The, oh, li- yeah, the, the likely starter. They've got yeah. a few options, but likely. Um, let's see here. Let's do how about Kansas State? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Really? Not nope. that it matters. Nope. No. Nope. Since whoever nope. it is will be fine. Con- just, converted just, converted just. tight end and future tight end. Yep. Yeah, con- converted whatever future all Big Twelve. Daryl Gronkowski. Uh, a Moving few names on. that we could have thrown out would be Joe Hubner, Jesse Ertz, and Alex Delton. I like Alex Delton. I'm a, a big, I'm a big fan. Of Ertz. Uh, I think Hubner is the most Big Twelve. That sounds oh, pretty that's, Texas. The most, that's definitely the most Kansas State. <laughs> the Hubner Ranch. He's 37 and he's a successful small businessman. Uh, how about how about Iowa State? Well, I know that one. It's Sam B. Richardson. Yeah, the, the, the thing with Iowa State, always just guess Sam Richardson. Yeah. I believe they have still have several on their roster. Yeah, so. they're up to Sam. This is actually Sam Q. Richardson. <laughs> Sam they're current, Q. They're, they're <laughs> Sam, Sam double F. Richardson is Sam where things are really going to turn. Mark 12. <laughs> Sam Richardson, parenthetical mountain lion, OSX. Let's Sam, just get all the really depressing ones out of the way first. Sam uh, Richardson, Age of Ultron. I'm really impressed, right? You know the Big 12. I'm like blanket <laughs> on the Big 12. I, I really, <laughs> I think that's it. No, there's Kansas. one more I can do. No, you got another one. Let's go Kansas. Let's go Kansas. Nope. 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 <laughs> uh, Michael Cummings probably Great. would probably would have been the starter, but he was injured while wearing a no-contact jersey in the spring game. <laughs> 
Um, so I'm I, I'm not sure exactly what happened there. God. I mean, it was Spencer, awful, that but... laugh is so fucking evil. <laughs> it was it was awful, but it's, oh my Jesus. god, your bedside manner fucking sucks. <laughs> it's in your bones. <laughs> <laughs> you need those. All right, let's go Oklahoma State. Oh, uh, who's left? Who's left? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's left yet. No, I'm I'm O for the Big Twelve thus far. The yeah. name is Mason Rudolph. No, yeah, Rudolph and Rudolph Mason works back. Yeah. He's going to be it's, awesome. He's going to be fine. Big Twelve game. Yeah. Uh, how about Texas Tech? Also Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they, isn't, isn't he like a Wade Davis type sounded name? What's his? They there was Davis Webb was the yeah. There we go, Davis Webb. They've they've gone through about nine quarterbacks, nine identical quarterbacks since Cliff took over. Who's yeah? yeah I was gonna say who's the latest still... is Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Sure. Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I don't watch Texas Tech games, so I don't know how to say his name. Uh, let's hit West Virginia. Also, no idea. This guy's gonna be a lot of fun. I'll give you that much. Uh, no, I'm gonna pass. Skyler Howard, the one who was. Skyler. He was he was jawing and, and and celebrating up a storm against Texas A&M in that Liberty Bowl. Okay, Skyler Howard, sure. So yeah, in other words, and I just... believe that leaves us with Texas. Oh, swoops. Yeah, Tyrone swoops. Or, 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 or whatever Charlie Strong thinks he's called. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence <laughs> Sloops. My man. Uh, my man. Uh, uh, Function, functional strength. Yeah, uh, the uh, he hasn't shot anybody. My man uh, swoops or my man uh, Mike Heard oh, yeah. is also in contention. There. Sure, I'll say you guys got uh, like five or so. Five <laughs> or six. No, 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 no. Yeah, I got, I got one. Oh man, that was it. That was a deplorable performance on my part. All right, you, you might have been more like four, but hey, man, it's the Big Twelve. They'll Y'all put up yards. We don't need to know their names. Y'all ready to run through the ACC? Hell yeah! All right, yeah, let's let's do this. Just I'm just rapid fire. Clemson. Oh shit! Uh, Deshaun uh, Watson. Thomas. Watson. Deshaun yes. Watson. Watson. Great. Yeah. Uh, Miami. Brad Kaya. Great. Yeah. Georgia Tech. Justin Thomas. Oh my God! Uh, three it. for three. North Carolina. Uh, three for four. <laughs> oh, shit. Ah oh, fuck. Um. Hmm. Pass. Yeah, likewise. Or, Mar- or don't pass. If Mar- UNC. Marquise Williams. It's fun. NC State. Jacoby Brissett still? Yep. Yep. Still? Jacoby yep. Davis. Still has eligibility. Is Jacoby Brissett, our, is he our early leader for like the Ben Leard ninth year senior award? Now that Michael Dyer's finally gone, yeah. uh, the, the options are open. Yeah, he's, he's, he's ready. Uh, Pittsburgh. Um... Throw into Tyler something. Throw into Tyler Boyd, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler Boyd. Uh, is it Voitick? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, Billy. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Florida State. <laughs> Everett Golson. <laughs> Everett Golson. <laughs> Sean McGuire or Everett Golson. Correct. Louisville. Oh, Jesus. Um, pass. Pass. Reggie Bonifan. Yeah, yeah, he mm-hmm. was from last year. Virginia Tech. 
Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Michael doesn't... Brewer, are they going to try to? It is him? Michael Brewer. Michael Brewer. Oh, they're my still, God. They're, they're still doing that, huh? Uh, Duke. Uh, Anthony Boone is gone. So, no clue. I'm not even going to ask Spencer. Thomas Cirque is his yeah, name. Yeah, I'm out. That sounds uh, good. Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Oh, yeah. Maniacal laughter. Starting quarterback for Syracuse. Starting quarterback for Syracuse is Jim Bay. Jim Beheim can develop talent for the NBA. Dot com. Fab Mello. Uh, no, it's Terrell Hunt. Sure, sure, uh, sure it is. Yeah, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this is on the no. I will tell you, I would wait for thirty minutes, and in minute thirty-one, I'd remember, and then I'd waste my entire life. All right, here's what we're gonna do. I'm not gonna announce who Virginia's quarterback is. The first person wait, to tweet at the coach? what. I'm not going to announce Virginia's starting no, no, quarterback. No, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to announce. You've already replaced Michael. I'm now. not going to answer this question. The first person to tweet it, the three of us, the name of Virginia's quarterback gets blocked. Wow. Yep. Wake Forest. Oh, um, not no, no. Yeah, I pity. I pity the the young man, whoever he is. Uh, John Wolford. Oof. And lastly, Boston College. Is that still another former Gator? No. I'm just going to say that's Jacoby Brissett. I'll just put him at two schools. <laughs> this is a really good guess. Uh, yeah. it's, it's Darius Wade. Oh. But okay. hey, he has eight career pass attempts. Yeah, Dude. That's, that, that's as many as he's going to have this year. Yep. So I will I will say y'all got... Uh, y'all got a good seven? So we went 500 in ACC yeah. play. <laughs> we, we won the Coastal. <laughs> That's that's wow we we've done things today. And I'm serious. First person to tweet Virginia's quarterback at us blocked. You will yeah. carry that honor with you forever. Okay, deal. Yeah, because we're not going to unblock. You I don't, I don't want to know. That I don't need that knowledge in my head. <laughs> but you don't know who he is. No, we don't know, and we don't really need to know because you know <laughs> it's what? Like, it'll it's, come. It's for our own good. We don't need to know that. If he does, if he does something, it'll come up on the TV. They'll put his name, a little Chiron yeah. underneath. Hopefully, they'll spell it right. They won't. Won't even see it. I won't even see it. I've pre-blocked yeah. that knowledge. <laughs> well, they're playing at tw- they're playing at twelve o'clock on ESPN five. So no, we're not. We're literally not going to see it. I believe we can actually run through some reader questions right fast. Um, I will go first. First is from a new ADSBS contributor. Oh man, drop that bomb on him, Peter Burks. Uh, that would be you have a time machine and are forced to live your, the rest of your life in a different time period, which um, I chose at first the, the 1990s because, haha, I, I already know where all my stuff is. But I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take it back. I want to go to the 1890s because I think this was a very dangerous time to live. And because people didn't know any better, it, it would have seemed fun. As a kid, you would have barely gone to school. You would have been hardly supervised. Head injuries would have seemed routine. It would have been, it would have been way, way fun until you turned thirty and died of tuberculosis. But I, I'm going to go to the 1890s. Just seemed like a wacky sort of, you know, pre World War One, freewheeling kind of, you know, a hobo friendly time, mm-hmm. if you will. So uh, I'm going to go to the 1890s, even though I could die from like stepping on a nail. Just so much soot. Just, just you know what? You could just pee anywhere. And you did. Yeah. 
Andy yeah. did. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go like 1950s because I feel like I feel like nobody looked good or was like, hey, I, you know, look, we we all we all basically wear the same clothes. It was sort of like how Legos when when I was a kid. You, there were only like three kinds of Legos, so you couldn't really you couldn't really mix it up too much. And I feel like, you know, you didn't you didn't have to think about what you were wearing in the fifties. You're just like, yeah, I'm gonna wear this white dress shirt that has short sleeves, and and I have the same job as everybody else. And oh, actually, you know what? I'm thinking of Fallout. I want to live in Fallout. Fallout time. <laughs> See, that's, yeah, whatever you know, era Fallout takes place in, I want to live in Fallout. Like <laughs> all you had to do to really kind of rebel or stand out in the fifties was say. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to wear this hat anymore. Uh, um, I I don't want to wear this hat outside. What? <laughs> what? That's outrageous. Like, you always wonder about like uh, like times before before we were born. Like, how did they not sweat? They did. Oh, they, they sweated they did. like fucking mad. But yeah, just not sweat. on their face. They sweat everywhere, but their no, face. No, that's why you carried like eight handkerchiefs on. Oh you. yeah, yeah. Else, yeah. you can duel. Well, yeah. I mean, duh. Exactly. Also, you know. You could wear your pants pretty much anywhere in the 50s. You could cinch them up wherever you wanted to in your body. There wasn't a waist. A waist existed wherever you said it was. You just walked up to the globe and you said, there's the equator. No glass ceilings for pants. The 50s, nope. the 50s also had that like post-war thing where we were all trying to be peaceful. So like, I don't think, I don't think anybody got confrontation. I don't think anybody stepped to you if you, if you messed with their shit. They'd be like, "Oh man, the neighbor, the neighbor stole our car," and be like, "Well, Donna, let's not. I, I, I don't want to make a fuss. He probably needed it for good reason." I don't know though. The fifties have a lot of like suck. I will also say that, especially because the three people on this podcast are white. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would have been bad. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, oh, let's go back to the old days. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> mind you, I just said the eighteen nineties, <laughs> where you could pretty much yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> so notice, so by the way, I cho- might have been better. I mean, it couldn't have been worse. I chose the just. I know. I, th- I think it was worse. I think. <laughs> I, think every, I think everything was worse in the 1890s except this. It was a lot easier to change your name and fake your death. Ooh, That's damn. Advantage me, Jason. Well, I'm still struggling with this one because it sounds like. It's not you're starting at this point. It sounds like you're just living your entire existence within a specific time period. So I'm, I'm sort of struggling with the wording here. Um, I, I do feel like I wouldn't mind if I'd bumped back my birth date about 10 years, started in the 70s. It mm-hmm. sounds fun. Um, I, I will tell you, as somebody born in the 70s, oh, it was cool. Like, you know, there yeah. really things, things weren't safe yeah. at all. Things weren't safe at all. How many years you, of the 70s did you get? Uh, I was born in 1976, so mm-hmm. I got four good years in the 70s. But really, like, the 70s lasted until 1983 or so. You know, you don't really shake off yeah, a decade. True. Yeah, you know? Do you know so, the real advantage of being a 70s baby, though, right, in, in modern times, is that there are almost no embarrassing pictures of you. Like, the rest of us have embarrassing pictures of middle school and high school, but you, you just don't have them. You basically don't exist. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I... Another great thing about the 70s is that your parents ended up kind of listening to music that maybe people who were raised in the 80s didn't, right? So they listened to some really, like, sleazy stuff on vinyl, right? 
like they listen to a lot of music you only listen to if you did drugs or your friends who did drugs told you what was cool. Yeah, but right? we listen to a lot of Tony Braxton in my house, so... Well, he... <laughs> So, which is probably why I'm so sexual. Yeah, that is... <laughs> just gonna loop that quote. <laughs> probably Spencer, why. what is your ringtone? <laughs> You'll be shocked. <laughs> It was cool, though, because we got, like, my, my grandparents, you know, and my parents would let me ride pretty much anywhere in a car as long as it wasn't external. Like, I think they, when oh, they were yeah, young, yeah, yeah they, when they were young, they could ride on the hood, and, and I couldn't do that. But I could ride, like, I, they would let me ride, like, on the front seat without a seatbelt, like, yeah, in the death seat. Until at least the mid-80s, my, my grandma had a gigantic Oldsmobile that I could just roll around in the back of, and no one cared. Yeah, I mean that was that was fairly awesome. Uh, additionally, like you know, pretty much anything that had to do with safety didn't happen until like the mid '80s. Like, remember in the '70s, that's when they just decided as a nation when we decided, oh, cars probably shouldn't explode. Like that was the, the, it. Took a while for them to get that straight. <laughs> yeah, and have you ever noticed that uh, cars uh, they explode? I am I am against cars exploding. I am mixed. I have mixed feelings. Yeah, I got. I, I got to say, I'm I, I gotta, listening I, to all sides. I got to. I got to hear both sides when it comes to cars exploding. <laughs> so that that would be my answer. Uh, what is your question, Ryan? Uh, my question comes from Matthew Whitrock. His question: Which matchup next year is most likely to go to overtime? Tied zero zero. Uh, of course, the Wake Virginia Tech classic. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I looked at the schedule. I'm just going to throw us right on the fire. It's Florida Vanderbilt. It's Florida yeah. Vanderbilt because Florida, uh, you know, going through some changes. Vanderbilt dealing with some existing changes. <laughs> and apparently Florida lost all its talent from last year's juggernaut to the NFL. So that that's your 0-0 zero, zero game. And you should not watch it because you'll be a bad person. I'm sticking with uh, Wake Forest, who is not playing Virginia Tech this year. But right out of the gates, they got the Elon Phoenix coming to town. It's got zero zero written all over it. Man, you've been you've been hating on Elon for way too long. Hey, man, they're going to hold the hold the Deeks to zero. Elon's Elon's going to put up a solid eight points in that game. An eighter. An eight. Eight. Eight, yep. eight nothing. You're yep. saying? Yep. I'm I'm actually going to I'm going to take this back. We're what? we're going to go way we're, back. We're, yeah, way back. We're going to go to an old school zero zero classic. And that would be going over to the SEC West. I'm feeling like Alabama LSU could be 0-0 going into, Ooh, uh, going always into on overtime. The table. Always on the table. <laughs> and, of course, with both fan bases. You know what? LSU wouldn't be happy about it. They'll be just apoplectic. You, Alabama, you, they'll be like, you know what? Yeah, that's good. This has set us up real well for overtime. This is I like what's going on here. You know what else is due for 0-0 overtime matchup? Iowa-Iowa State. Yeah. Oh, man. El Asico. El That's one that always ends like 23 to 19. Always. Like, that's always, a weird scoring yeah. classic. It's the prime It's the, the prime numbers classic. <laughs> they always end up with some kind of prime number. 1711. <laughs> How did you No, I just want to divide by two. Not on purpose. No, not in system does not recognize two. You're like, wow, it's the only game that makes a really great password. 
It's all prime numbers. <laughs> it cannot be hacked. You can't, you can't hack this game, and why would you want to? The Unhackable Asico! The Unhackable Asico, brought to you by... Ah, oh shit, what's an Iowa... Goodfoot! <laughs> brought to you by high school wrestling. High school wrestling, the and, single largest industry in Iowa. And Carl's Jr. That's just a man and his son. Ryan. Uh, no, I already asked my question. My, got my, yours. Okay, so Jason. My question comes to us from Chris Sauer on Twitter, CL Sauer. Your team has to go 6-6 six and six next year, no better or worse. Which QB coach combo from last five years do you choose? Um, so I, I feel like the coach most likely to bring us to exactly 6-6 six and six is Randy Etzel. Um, his career record is 94-100, and 100, which is pretty darn close. Uh, his bowls record is 3-4. and four. It, it, So far at Maryland, is 6-6-ish uh, six and six ish every year. And even his one glory year at UConn when they went to the Fiesta Bowl was still only 8-5. and five. And I mm. think if, if, if he gets too far above that 500 mark, that's when like nine quarterbacks get injured. Uh, and then at quarterback, I'm going B.J. Daniels, who was at USF for like five years, and they finished basically 500 over those five years. So that's my combo. It's going to be real hard to top that. I would like Rick Neuheisel and Gary Nova. Ooh, <laughs> that's that's by coastal action <laughs> two coasts of mediocrity damn that is i don't think i need to explain that that that's that's the kind of kind of malaise that touches two oceans <laughs> i've poisoned the entire globe i mean damn, the, water, that's... The, wa- the water supply is ruined this, that's this... that sharknado of six and six <laughs> Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, this is difficult because you've taken a lot of really good answers off the table. Not Ron Prince. No, 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 no. I've got, I got, I got one for you. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, and it's going to be John Brantley from Florida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. And uh, my coach is going to be Skip Holtz. <laughs> yeah. See, it really doesn't hit. It really doesn't hit you Damn. in the side. It's not the bat to the side of the kneecap until I give you Skip Holtz, and then you're going, hmm, it's got six and six and a miserable bowl game written all over it. You know what I like about this Skip Holtz-John Brantley combo? They're starting six and one, and you're like, hey, (laughs) I think they got this thing rolling. I think this thing's rolling, and then they lose their last five games. I do worry that Skip Holtz is going to give you a ten and two followed by a two and ten, and you say, oh, that's, that's good enough. This is not what I ordered. No, no, it goes ten and two. It goes seven and five, so like it's the most painful. Like, oh, maybe it's just a dip. And then, then year three, the roof, the roof just caves in. If we're talking like over the course of five years, Skip Holtz is your guy. But one year, like he, he's is it he's accurate but not precise? Is that what it is? Right, I think so. The seven, the Skip Holtz seven and five is like yeah, I probably don't need to see the doctor about this. <laughs> this mole hasn't changed shape. <laughs> Skip molts. <laughs> All right, that's where we cut it. Just cut it right there. Okay. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. 
New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.